know what? That's that's probably what I'm gonna say too. Like by probably most definitely. Yeah. And you know that's that's just how it is. But anywho. Yeah. I'm gonna um, need a little bit of. Yeah. Refresher course. All right. Welcome to eight to eight. Dot MD, welcome to 828 Beats and Brews, where you know we gonna drink a beer and binge ear about this music shit. I am Kato the Thrax, aka the rapper. DJ C Banks, Ricket Ricket. And Cody. We still haven't had his name. The realest in the game, motherfucker. But nah, yeah, we still haven't found a name for him. Like I said, I mean, we had some good suggestions, but we're still searching. So keep those names coming. We'll uh, we'll figure this out. We're gonna figure this out. All right. So um, basically, like we said last time, um, we're gonna go over Rick Ross's albums and um, talk about that for a minute. Now, like like uh, like a lot of you probably know, Rick Ross has dropped the deluxe edition to uh, Richer Than I've Ever Been. Three extra songs on it. I listened to the original one, and me personally, I enjoyed it. And then I heard the deluxe, and it's still, my opinion didn't change. I put it like that. It didn't change. Not saying those songs were bad, but um, they didn't, they, they could have been off the album, and I wouldn't have known. But they're good songs. I, li- I, like, um, I, li- I like them. But basically, before we even do all, uh, talk about that one, we're going to take it all the way back. All the way back. We're going to talk about his whole entire discography because, I mean, it's like they say on Drink Champs. You know, you want to give guys their flowers before they're gone. You don't want to do it when they, when they leave. So, um, basically, what I've learned over over listening and reviewing all of his albums is that I like Rick Ross's music a lot. I mean, I knew I, I liked it before, but I never really listened to a cohesive album since Port of Miami. But see, that's funny because, for me, I didn't like Rick Ross when he first dropped. Mm. Like, when, when Port of Miami first came out, for some reason, I just wasn't in my element. I, mm. I kind of was just. I, I was well, you just probably like, never sold kilos of cocaine. Well, and, and now that I have, <laughs> I completely understand. Allegedly, we yeah. Did. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like I said, you know, I was wasn't big on it, and then literally it was like just one day I woke up and I was like, you know what, hustling and speeding and. And you know, then the remix with Jay Z came out with Hustling, mm. and then I just started respecting his gangster a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now he's definitely a top. He's a. I'm, oh, he's, yeah. If he's not a top ten for me, he's a top like twelve, thirteen, oh, top yeah. fifteen for me. I feel that. I feel that. He he he's definitely not there on my list. I do <laughs> like him, but he, he he's not that high. But I do I do enjoy his music. I I think you know. Starting out with Port of Miami, with that being his first album, I, I you know I think he started I think he started oh. very very well, and you know very you strong. Know, that 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 first album is, is very important for an artist, in my opinion, and I you know I, I think he he hit it head on. Right something. now, if anybody before we get started, if anybody out there that's a diehard Rick Ross fan or is, is in general just a, a, a good Rick Ross fan, um, if you want to hear and see a completely different Rick Ross, like a different flow. Oh, shit. If you want to see <laughs> a different flow and a different look, we're talking no beard, we're talking no glasses, we're talking probably an extra 350. <laughs> you look up the song called Told Y'all by Trina, the baddest bitch. The baddest bitch. 
<laughs> I can't remember when it came out, but Rick Ross has a verse, and it is definitely if I if I could if I could say so, I would say that's when he was just you know. He was yeah. still in the hood. Yeah, yeah. He was Richard Ross. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was, he was still in the hood for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, rapped kind of quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, no beard. Completely, you wouldn't have thought he would be near where he is. Richer than he's ever been. He didn't think so at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, check that out. Told y'all by Trina. But let's get into the let's get right. into the album reviews. Right. So we'll start it off with the first one, Port of Miami. My All right. favorite person. So so um Cody, what did you think about Port of Miami? You know, I I, I think with uh well, I I'm not I'm, I'm gonna try to stick with Port of Miami, but I, I do I do like his sound. I, I think Rick Ross uh, coming out in, in what was it, two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, around that time, I think Rick Ross really had a had a main sound for that era. Like I, th- I think a lot of his music was um, a lot of his music was uh, it was very commercial, and I, I think he was you know I I, I don't know he, mm. he he's had a lot of hits and uh, I like his production. I think his production is what what I like about Rick Ross the most. Um, I do like his sound. I'm not a big fan of his lyrics, but mm. production-wise, great artist. Yeah, that was back when he was working with Cool and Dre and mm. and uh, DJ Khaled and freaking uh, really getting into that down that Miami feel of it, like yeah. push it to the limit. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I feel like um, I feel like his um, his sound was was definitely good as far as. Uh, like it was a very very necessary first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. And like going back to what you were saying about having a strong first album, I am on the fence about having a strong first album because I figure I, I noticed that people you can have a strong first album, but if you have a breakout first album that's really good, your second album doesn't live up to it. And I'll give you an example, Jeezy. Yeah. Thug Motivation 101 was the soundtrack to my life that entire summer. Mm-hmm. The inspiration came out, meh, you know. So it's like, but I feel like, it, and honestly, that's how that's my take on Port of Miami. Now, as far as ranking goes for me, Port of Miami is like it's it's definitely one of his one of his uh, one of his favorites. And I'll and I'll and we'll I'll go in. I feel like this will be another episode we'll do is to define a classic album. And I feel like. Um, this one can can go in as a classic because one of the th- one of the one of the uh, criteria that I have is that it rides like I don't like I if I have to skip something it's an interlude or maybe like one song two songs something like that but as long as it rides all the way through everything's memorable and like you're singing every word to this shit it's classic yeah. and and for me that's how it was for me because I, I remember when it first came out and I wasn't real I was the same I wasn't really sold on a Rick Ross, but I loved it. I loved Every Day We Hustle. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. Every day I'm it, it, well, it's a thing, man. Mm-hmm. It's a thing, and everybody can find themselves. I mean, I don't care how old you are. You might not be a. I mean, I'm not saying some 80 year olds bumping it, but at the same time, if it came on and they were in the gym or they were doing mm-hmm. something productive, 
it 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 it, 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 production. it, it yeah it kicks you it kicks you in the ass a little mm-hmm. bit. I feel like if you was to just go into a factory, you know how factories be having shit on intercoms and shit. If you just go in instead of saying you know sir paging there there you just be like every day I'm hustling hustling production will shoot through the fucking roof. I'm telling you, you're gonna be able to keep up with. It. <laughs> like for real, you're gonna have to fucking tell. You got to turn the song off so they can go to break. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. Like yeah. that shit crazy, but yeah, that's um yeah, for Port of Miami for me, it's definitely one of his best ones, and it's um it's not my personal favorite, but it's definitely as far as because I'm if I look at it from an artist standpoint, you can tell he's really really fresh. You can tell he's in the game, he's hungry, he's trying to get it, yeah. he's doing everything he can, he's making everything sound commercial so that way any single song on the CD can be put out as a single and make money. The features are consistent with his style, yeah, and um. It's just, it was, like that album's a perfect play from uh, artists trying to get to the game's perspective. Well, you know? I think it's very important that, like, I see what you're saying about having a breakout album mm-hmm. because it instantly sets. You've got a you've got big shoes mm-hmm. to fill. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, for example, granted, I ain't, hey, I'm not dogging him, but you know, did Fifty Cent ever do? The Rich. numbers that get rich without no, trying. Exactly. Same with the game you know, and the documentary. Yeah, I mean the um, the ma- massacre. Mm. I mean it had some hits on it. It had Candy Shop. Mm. He had uh, he had a little bit, and you know Best Friend and stuff like that. He yeah. had, he had other hits, yeah. but it did not do numbers and set the you know, record. I mean, set yeah. the record. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it just get rich without trying is. But I, 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 well, actually, te- technically, again, my Master was what was a top four, top five album all time in terms of sales, though. Which, which is really weird, though, because like I yeah, say, Get like, Rich or Die Trying was mm-hmm. like the. I feel like he rode that wave of his popularity at the time, and yeah. like he really dug into the fact that, uh, like, he was beefing heavy with Ja Rule, and like, yeah. freaking, he was taking over the game. And after you do so well, and you come in a game, and you're fifty fucking cent, like, it's kind of like, um, because I would say like, like, because even Drake had a, a like when he first popped on the scene, that shit was fucking phenomenal. But for yeah. me, his best albums take care. His second yeah. album, yeah, you know that well, shit was fucking amazing. You want to respect people like Nelly. A little bit better mm-hmm. because Country Grammar came out, fucking changed the game, right? Mm-hmm. Then Nellyville came out, she mm-hmm. killed the she killed the charts some more. Exactly. And then after that, he started fading off. But where I'm getting at is, is he was able to break Beat out that. album, mm-hmm. and then he was able to be like, "Watch this, I'm gonna do it again," yeah. and then and then do it again. But mm-hmm. you know, now yeah. we're now we're fl- we're flailing off of Rick Ross, and we're getting. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're but, right, right, yeah, yeah. So but, anyway, yeah, what's your yeah, you Cody? What do you feel about Portland? Well, I, I think take, taking that comment, if we want to transition into his second album, Trilla, mm, yeah. I think I'll listen. I wouldn't call that a hit. I I, I, th- I think he completely completely bombed the next album. I agree. Uh, but 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 I will say this though, with uh, with Rick Ross, he he is. I mean, obviously Maybach music, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't think. Port of Miami was Maybach music. I also don't think Trilla was Maybach music, mm-hmm. but you can kind of, to me, you can kind of see him. I wouldn't say he was confused with what kind of music he wanted to do, but I think you could see, start seeing the transition yeah. he was making in that yeah. album. So yeah. I, I think as a whole, the album was just confusing because it was like he was trying to find his, I guess, permanent sound. Pretty much everything after that. 
right. what, what, what was that Maybach style. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I say, Trilla, I'm, I'm not trying to dog Trilla like it was a bad album. It was just confusing. Mm. And it, it's, it's, it's easily my least favorite album of her crosses. Yeah, I'll put that out. He's not trying to dog him, but I'll go ahead and tell you that she was pure hot dog water. Um, fuck mm. that album. Um, and, uh, like, this is an R. Kelly feature. Fuck that shit. So, like, freaking. And and, and, not, and let me let me dial it back a little bit. I mean, it's not like his shit was, like, complete, utter trash. But I can tell you I do not remember not. The only song I remember is Speeding. It's the only one I remember. And the only thing that was memorable on the album. And that, and for me, it was the fucking remix that was better than the, than yeah. the regular one. So, like, I just didn't, I just didn't like it. it like he, I felt like he fell into the curse. I felt yeah. like he fell into the second album, Curse. And it, and it fucked him up. And, and and likewise, I put that at the bottom of my list as well. Like I'm not gonna. Um, it's no. It's, and another thing is replay value. It has none at all. Yeah. Like I don't like. I like. I when I when I went back to listen to it, I'm like, I f- I forgot the album existed. Right. I did. Right. So like I'm not cool with. I'm not like nah nah. That one that was my least favorite by far. And I think that's what kind of turned me off of Rick Ross for a good minute actually because I didn't really start paying attention to his albums anymore after that. But yeah, definitely. For me, that's the that, that's definitely his worst. It don't get much lower than that. Right. Don't get much lower than that. Um, How about you, Colby? Well, definitely, Port of Miami was my preferred album. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross. Um, he, uh, you know, what's bad is is the worst song or the the song that I that I personally cannot stand the most mm. from Rick Ross. Is on the, it's on the God forgives I don't uh, album. Okay, uh. and I am not a big fan of the Hold Me Back. <laughs> what? I'm not. I I think that I think it's so repetitive. Mm, it's, it, I I just I I think that there's bare minimum lyrics on it. Mm. I think that. It might be a hype song. It might get to. It, I mean, it might. Me, me being a DJ, it might be a song that, you know, a, a high school basketball team will warm up to. You know what I'm saying? It's. Uh, it's. Uh, you know, after. I mean, you could be brand new into the Rick Ross game or listening to Rick Ross, and you will have that song memorized mm. the first two or three times you hear it. That's true. And I. I don't like that song. I mean, that's the main song from Rick Ross that I won't listen to. Right. Um, well, as far as Trilla goes. Trilla. <laughs> yeah. Tr- Trilla was a very big flop mm. for me. Um, as far as uh, Trilla goes, now that I'm looking at it, um, in a also in a DJ look, I have the, the, the boss with T-Pain. Mm. That had very little... When it when it came out, it had recognition, but very limited amount of time. Yeah, it yeah. was, it came, it it came, and then it, it and then it went. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, uh, I I spun it a few times. Mm-hmm. It did okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but once people, but but, but you know, it, it 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 was by no means a Usher's yeah or a DMX's party up in here right. or anything, it, it fizzled out pretty cool. Right. And also, let me go ahead and reiterate, like all of my comments about it being trash out of that all comes from an artist standpoint. Yeah. Because I feel like he could have done way better. I feel like he was way 
Like, nah, he, he was feeling himself way too much and trying too much. And I also see, I also see where the transition is starting. And I can definitely, and this will, this could segue us into the third one because I can also see that he learned from his mistake on the next one, and he and he learned what style he wanted to lean into a little bit more. And that's when Maybach music started to flourish right there. Like, really, when he starts getting into his. Um, getting into his bag as far as actual music making and know what really sounds good for him and we'll segue that into cody what did you think of the of deeper than rap deeper than rap it was you know i think i think he is he pretty much found his style and 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 deeper than rap Mm. i I think i think from from that point on you know you see Rick Ross for who he is, like his mm-hmm. trademark, oh. you know. Um, it was. I, I I mean the album really is about pretty much what, what I mean I mean the album title is pretty much what the album's about. Deep in the rap, mm-hmm. I mean he really kind of does start diving into more, more about I guess his life and shit, and not just that commercial appeal, which. It, 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 was, it was refreshing to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, I, he, he's definitely not an artist that, that I'm going to look up and just listen to just for the fuck of it. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I do like him. He, he had, now, I will say this too, though. He works with the same people quite a bit. And, yeah. I, and in a way, I think that comes to his advantage. Um, he had a he had a great song with um, with John Legend yeah. on this album, mm-hmm. um, and of course my personal favorite. You'll learn this down the road. I love Nas. <laughs> you like usual suspects, huh? Yeah. That's that shit. That was dope. Like but my, I, yeah, I mean, even dope. though Nas killed him, though, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just letting you know that it was still a good song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's what I, like that's what I say about deeper than rap for me. Deeper Than Rap for me had one of my favorite Made About Music. Made About Music 2 is one of my favorite ones because it has my boy Wheezy and Yeezy on there. And um, and, and T-Pizzle. I love that. Freaking, um, uh, like it, it like it was a it was an ambiance for me. It's like you said, he found his he found his niche. And he was like, you know what, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make this this grandiose style of of rap. This this it the this music literally put me into like put me into the into the music like like it's like he the best way i can describe it is he it became a uh, background music in a good way like it's not background music that you just have to have going in the background it's music that if it's playing in the background it's setting the tone for your entire life yeah it's yeah. not music just to kill the sounds exactly it's it's literally you can let it you can let it's like theme music it literally is yeah. and and that's what and i won't i want to say that i say I, I, I um i found that out doing this list because like I said I toned out of I like when I heard Trilla I toned out of Rick Ross up until God forgives and I don't so so with this one and the next one I didn't even listen to them like that until this until we did this and when I and when I heard it, I was like I can hear I can hear the the Rick Ross that I'm hearing today and I like that it's in its infancy right here and it's really getting it in and you get made that music too which lets you know that this is going to be a thing well at the time we probably didn't know it was going to be a thing that lasts for however many it has now but um, it, you could tell it's going to be a thing you know and that's and that's what I liked about Deeper Than Rap it really did solidify the the Rick Ross that we know today for me and, and, and as from an artist standpoint it's like he really went into his art bag. He really said, "What can I make that'll make this sound 
amazing. You know, like like he didn't just rap and he didn't just throw some R and B bitch on the hook. You know what right. I mean? He literally went into his bag and like made got, the beats are, are the, the production is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Put it like that. And that, and how about you, Colby? Well, as far as as far as deeper than rap, I do think. Like, have you have you guys ever said or done something and you thought, "Fuck yeah, that was the shit." Yeah. And then as time goes on, you look back on it and you're like, "That kind of wasn't the shit." You know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what he did with Trilla. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know, granted, I'm probably never going to be able to walk up to Rick Ross and ask him this, <laughs> but well, you never know. I, I mean, maybe. But, <laughs> I do believe that after this album, it seems to me that he sat down one day and just got to thinking, and he was like, you know what? I could do way better than that. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, reached into his bag. I mean, my favorite off of Deeper Than Rap is also Maybach, too. Oh, um, shit, son. You got Wayne, you got Kanye, you like, got T-Pain. Come on. It's stacked. It's there. Um, the, beats, the beats dope. Yeah. And you know, and it's and like you said about the background music. It's not a bad thing to be able to, you know, I, when I when I think of this album, I think of your your um, you're at a you're at a uh, a kickback, mm-hmm. um, whether it be at a rooftop bar or whether it be at you know your, your boy's crib, and you just let that shit go, yeah. and people are vibing out to it, and it's not a it's not a silence killer, but it's also it's a mood filler. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I can also tell you, as far as Trilla goes, my favorite track on Trilla was Luxury Tax. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot one, all about Luxury because Tax. That's that, a, was, that, that was a that was a dope ass track, mm-hmm. and it's a shame that it had to be on Trilla because mm-hmm. like, he had Trick Daddy dollars on that I thing. I know, right? I mean, Wayne. Got I mean, every damn dollar. Oh, you done, daughter. Yeah, I mean, that was that was <laughs> a really good track. Yeah, really. So, now you say that, like, yeah, it was great. I, like I will that. listen to that, but. Back to uh, deeper than rap. I also agree with you guys on um, the, like what Cody said as far as the album or the uh, the title fitting the album perfectly. Mm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, deeper than rap. I think he really did go beyond the boundaries of it just being a rap album. He yes. gave us a little bit more info mm-hmm, and made mm-hmm. it a little bit more interesting instead of just a, a vibing session. He made it more of a learning ordeal right, too. Right. So. Kudos to him for deeper than rap. I'm, oh, yeah. uh, I was not a, uh, I was not disappointed. Right, right. And I also feel like here's where like it's about to, like, cause me and Cody's thoughts were pretty aligned, but now they're about to shift slightly. I'm pretty sure we start mm-hmm. segueing into the next couple. But um, after that, when of course he drops Teflon Don. Right. And uh, Cody, wait, what was you? What's your thoughts on Teflon Don? Um, I mean, it's got ask, uh, you know, Aston Martin music on it. Yes, um, and, that, and that and that beat. Yes, beat, you, it is like <laughs> that beat is beautiful. That's, that's like an angel singing really, to, it's to like pearls. An, it's like, like an angel farting. Yes, like farting on top of a, <laughs> it's so it's so while playing the harp and the symphony going. La, 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 yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, it's I fucking mean, beautiful. That, that beat has always been a classic. Ass beat. I, it's one of those songs where I could download the instrumental and listen to that. Yes. I don't know, man, but like that one, I mean, of course, you got Maybach Music 3, mm-hmm. uh, Free Maze Sun with Jay Z on it. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I get confused with Stefan Don. Not not really confused with Rick Ross. I'm just mm. confused with myself because yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, 
I, I personally have Teflon Don in the top half. Yeah, yeah. In the top half of his album. I agree. But at the same time, I kind of feel like it was a filler album. Not a bad filler album, but it's kind of like a... I, I, I could hit play and let it ride. I think that's why I think that's why I have it so high. I don't really think, you know, outside of, you know, a couple of songs, like I mentioned, Freemason, you know, Maybach Music 3, uh, fucking Aston Martin and you, get, and you can't, you can't, yes, I mean, on Maybach Music 3, man, I mean, the dude, dude got Jada kissing Erica Badu. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's got T.I. on there, but he's got Jada and Badu. Well, well, yeah. I, I, I'll say this about Teflon Don. Teflon Don is a good album, but it's a, it's a forgettable album in terms of, like, if you, if you really think about Rick Ross, it's one of those albums where it, it's good, but it's also easily forgettable yeah. because it's not, it's not one that you, you can think about. Now, so. now, you said it, and, like, that was my uh, take on it, too, and it, it, I feel like that's an accurate description. It's a filler album. It's like all the songs that we named were great but the rest of them <laughs> yeah. just filled the list I feel like this was um, and I, I, I liked BMF alright yeah yeah I like Tears of Joy you know like I like I like I like quite a few of these songs but that doesn't that doesn't stop me from saying that all of these songs besides the, even the ones we did name um, I could hear them being on another harder playlist. You See, know what well, I'm saying? This album to me is an oh yeah album. Meaning, you know, you listen to Rick, you listen to Rick Ross. Yeah, you hear Port of Miami. Fuck yeah, I've listened to Port of Miami. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to, you know, what was it? It was uh, um, not Teflon Dawn, but it was uh, deeper than was rap. Deeper than rap. Yeah, I've listened to deeper than rap. And then you say, and what about Teflon Dawn? And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You're not like hating, like holy shit. I'm yeah, not, yeah, it's exactly. It's just forgettable, and it's it's an it's an oh yeah album. Exactly. You know? It's like while I'm looking through the, through the track list and the and the features, the only difference in the ones that he had was Drake, uh, Diddy, and like Erica Badu. Everybody else, he's pretty much worked before he's got. You can tell he's doing. That's why I call it a filler album because this is like a this this is this would be like a. A continuation, like if this and um, and um, deeper than rap were combined, I could see that as a deluxe deeper than rap, and it'd be with all the filler songs. That I feel like he made all these songs at the same time as that album, and decided to put this one out as a part two, but just called it Teflon Don. Not so, like we said, not saying it's bad, but it's just it's literally one of those mid-career. You know, it's one of those albums where you'd be like, the label be like, yo, you got one more album to go, and then we're going to release you from your deal. And I feel like, oh, well, here you go. I feel like that's what this one was. And it, but it did have some gems on it because you can't just be a superstar and then drop a, a whole mid-album. Even though some have done that. Yeah. But um, but I think uh, that's how I feel. I feel like, um, and, that's, and, and coming from an artist standpoint, that's my, my take on it. I feel like he... Did, like he he went through the archives and just seen shit he hadn't put out yet, got clearance for him, and then put him on the record, uh, along with some gems. Like it, it does have some gems on there, but but I feel like this album was mostly just a uh, uh, here we are. So um, but you know, fuck it, <laughs> he, he did his thing and um, and uh, yeah, like that. And that leads me, or well, would you like for that to be your opinion, or you want to give elaborate I mean, more? That, I mean, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really have any more else to say. Right, it's right. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
It's not a terrible album, right? But it's by, it's it's but it's closer to terrible than it is re- just remarkable. Right, right, right. You know? yeah. So yeah, so so with that being said, <laughs> I ain't gonna get. I'm just gonna. God forgives and I don't. Cody was popping. <laughs> hey man, God forgives, I don't. <laughs> Personally, it's. I still rank Port of Miami his number one album, but if you mm. want to talk about. A personal preference. God forgives, I don't. You could give me that album all day long. If, if, if you could give me one album from his discography, I would always say God forgives, I don't. Mm. You could even um, listen to Hold Me Back. I, I don't. I don't need it, man. Because like, I, <coughs> listen, because on this one, I mean, hell, I mean, go, I mean, going through the track list on this, you know, you got three kings with Dre and Jay Z. That, that's. I yeah, mean, now I'm not saying. By any means, am I not saying this is a bad album? Because it is a great album. You got Andre. But, you got three stacked on there, man. Yeah, you're just not I feeling mean, to hold me back. No, no you yeah, solely is hold. Me, I mean, Dre, Jay Z, Three Kings, Magma, okay, mm-hmm. Lava, yes, okay, yes. Um, you got Maybach Music Five. He's got three stacks on sixteen. That's dope as shit. You got mm-hmm. Dice Pineapple. Dice Pineapple, so sophisticated. I mean, triple beam dreams with Nas. I mean, I mean, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Who was it with again, Cody? <laughs> I mean, the the whole the whole. I mean, the whole Rich album. Rich Forever, John Legend. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, the whole the whole album is the whole album is great. Hold me back again. Should have been on Trilla, <laughs> you know. And luxury tag should have been on this bitch. You know what I'm saying? All right, you put it like that. Yeah. I, I get, I get you. I, if you put it like, if, if I could switch it to you, I get that. I, I, I will say this though, like, I, like, like, on a real note though, I believe for Rick Ross and I, and 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 I'm, I'm gonna, and I hold, I hold true to this statement, man. Like, this is, this isn't bashing Rick Ross. For me, it's mm. just saying that. I, I, I learned from this album, well, I didn't learn from this album, mm. but I pretty much accepted from this album that Rick Ross is a, he is a feature artist. Like he, he his, And I can agree with this. He, he, his best songs always has other people on it. Like it's, it's a collaboration. Of mm. It's either a so-and-so features Rick Ross mm-hmm. or it's Rick Ross featuring so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And, and I can actually agree with that as far as the featured artist thing because literally when you hear that Whenever you hear somebody else's song and Rick Ross, and you hear that, like you just like, oh shit, like, and then, and then he, and he kills it, yeah, and he kills features. He does. Like I remember when, he, when I first listened to Hunter the Show with Nip Hustle, and he came on that shit, and then the beat changed in the middle of his verse, and like I, that shit was fucking fire. I love Rick Ross as a featured artist. Now it was my turn. Listen, <laughs> God forgives, and I fucking don't. God damn it, listen. As you can tell, how I can't even say shit. Me, my this is one of my favorites. It's literally like like I don't, I don't even give a fuck about your opinion. Don't hold me back. I jam that shit too. The whole shit, the whole fucking shit ride for me, bro. I'll be out here going. I could put that shit on from start to finish and, and ride the fuck out. I'm cool with it. Like like that shit is one of the bet like the best composed things he's ever fucking done. Like I, I literally I don't like how he said like Port of Miami's good. Like I, I put it like this, I can listen to Port of Miami for a nostalgic value, 
and and I like the songs on it. But I will revisit God Forgives and I Don't a lot because, like yeah. we said, we got Three Kings, we got all that all that fire. Mm. Like, yeah, that's that's like that shit is fucking fire. Like I said, the whole album is great. That I don't shit. like I don't like Hold Me Back. Yeah, that's and it. then teach his own, but that's my fucking shit. I be I was like because I started listening to that shit when I was going to the gym. I be was like. <sighs> These niggas won't hold me back. Yeah. These and like literally doing the rent. like what he's doing in the video. I'm doing it with weights, nigga. Like I mean, I'm, a, I'm going mean, in. If he would just dumb it down on how many times he says it, <laughs> and maybe add some more <laughs> lyrical content, it's not a bad. You know, if, it's how about catchy this? and it's going to be in your head. It's, it's repetitive. It's going to get in your head. It's a good strategy. Yeah, 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 you know? exactly. It's but just, and see, when, and I put it like this too. When I first heard that song, when I, I first because when that was April Beard, when I was while, actually still watching music videos and shit. So like I watched the shit and I and I was just I was like I was I was like when the beat when the fucking song I was like hey, I don't know maybe it's a black thing I don't know but like that shit just got me fucking crunk as fuck and it made me want to get it and I got like that was back when I was jobless and then I started working here like, like fuck I was, that shit got me maybe like, it's yo. a black thing well, now now we know who the black guy is fuck damn <laughs> what you guys don't know is that was gonna be a thing on the show so we we're gonna tell you which one of us is black. Surprise, it's Kato. But freaking, um, yeah, it's like I love that album. That album is like that's number one for me. And and um, I think what disappoints me the most about Hold Me Back is the mm. fact that I know that he could be lyrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially and, when you we'll, yeah. we'll get to the albums I've heard. Yeah, where it's, been super yeah it's just it, I know he's capable of being lyrical and being able to rap his ass off, yeah. like his features. Yeah. But. When he does something like that where it's repetitive and it's the, the course all the way fucking through it, this is when I'm like, come on, man. Did you just need to fill a, a slot on that tri- on that album? Did you just need something? He just wanted to hit the top 10 on 106 in part, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he needed. Bow out. Sometimes he had, sometimes you got to out bow out. You got to out bow out bow out. Bow wow shit. You'll learn this too about about Colby C. Banks, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whenever he has a strong opinion about something, he doesn't let it go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like, mean, hey, but we've been talking about only five about half the, fuck, half the fucking exactly, podcast. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's great. <laughs> hey, that's, yeah. that's what I have to bring to the table, some strong-ass opinions. Strong-ass opinion and some strong... No, nah, never mind. Anyways. <laughs> y'all see this nigga jawline. But anyway, freaking... um, Yeah, yeah. That's my opinion. I love that album. I do. And... um. I like the way how how like by the time Cody and I get done, you've already pretty much given your opinion. By oh, the yeah, time it's yeah. over, it makes it go by a lot a lot smoother. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you, I mean, then like any, and then would you like to elaborate? Uh, well, well, I was just about to say without any. I mean, you guys want to move on to Mastermind, or we still got? We yeah, still we got, can move. Yeah, we can move on to Mastermind. I, 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 unless you want to talk about holding me back a little bit more. Well, I don't like that track. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it that way. I just don't yeah. like it. All right. But go ahead, back uh, Mastermind. Um, Tony, you want to start us off since you have on every other album? Yeah, well, why, why, why don't you start, you to start us off this time? What, what yeah. do you think about Mastermind? Mastermind, man, I, the main song that I get off of it is Devil is a Lie. Devil is a Lie is um, awesome. You know, Jay-Z did his thing. The beat's fucking dope. It fucking slaps in general. You can cruise. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking glare on your, out of your car and turn the wind or roll the windows down and just coast type song I mean mm. if you got a if you got a system in your car that shit's gonna hit oh uh, yeah I mean I'll be honest with you I you know Mafia music was alright for me I liked it it had a little uh, 
with Sizzla and Mavado on it, it had a little bit of a reggae feel to it, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I, I think him switching it up sometimes. Because, I, I mean, you guys say that uh, he works with a lot of the same people. But, you yeah, know, you switched, know, yeah. You know, him switching that up, that's that's a different feel, mm-hmm. and it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just uh, – I mean, Thug Cry was good. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, this was kind of a – a, a man for me just because of what I, it's kind of like what you said off of uh, Trilla where Speeding was the main one you remember yeah, yeah. Uh, Devil is Alive is the main one that I remember off this mm-hmm. album and that's about where I stand with it. right 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 it's uh I whenever I first heard Mastermind I was kind of I was I, it took me by surprise because Mastermind, if I remember right, it had a kind of like a reggae, kind of like Jamaican kind of production to it. Like, well, at least some of the songs did, and it it, it just kind of took me by surprise. Not not a bad thing, but like I say, there there wasn't a lot of for me. There wasn't a lot of memorable songs on here. I say it, it was a good album. I'm not going to say it was bad or it was on the downward trend. It was just, it was, mm. it was good. Um, mm. I personally like War Ready with uh, yeah, with uh, Jeezy. That, that, that was probably one of yeah. my favorite songs on there. Oh, yeah. Um, like I say, uh, I, I really ain't got much to say about it, man, really. I mean, I had, I had uh, Kanye and Big Sean on on a sanctified, mm-hmm. um, I like that one too. Yeah, um, that was a good one. Other than that, though, like I say, I think Mastermind was all about the production of it, the production mm-hmm. of the album. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, I really just enjoyed the music. Like that, that's one of those albums. We're not really saying this in a disrespectful kind of way, but I could, I could turn this album on and like go clean my house or something. Right. Like right. it was. It's that type of background music. It was very pleasing to listen to. Just wasn't a lot for me to talk about. Yeah, now I think he should have just called this shit Teflon Don 2 because it's more filler. (laughs) That's basically, it's like you guys pretty much touched on it. Like the best songs on there, like, uh, were those. It's like, um, like the best parts of this were, let me, um, let me look at it less. Like I said, I liked, uh, I actually kind of liked Nobody. Um, Devil is a Lie, of course, Mafia Music, War Ready. And then right after that, I feel like the album just took a it took a dive until you get to Sanctified and then Thug Cry. But then pretty much, um, yeah, it should have been called Teflon Don 2. It's more filler for me. You yeah. know, I, can't, yeah. I didn't, um, it's not nothing that, that stood out to me. It's like, if I feel like, in a, from an artist standpoint, I feel like he was in the same spot that he was in after, after Teflon, uh, after, um, after deeper than rap you know like he did a good job and he's wanted to add on some more like you know he just put out freaking god forgives i don't did fucking phenomenal yeah. and he's like well if you like that here you go uh, and then yeah. like he felt like he's gonna have to regroup and come back like a little bit harder for the next one and and i'll go ahead and segue that into the next one because for me and i'll give my opinion first since we're going to switch it up okay. freaking um good billionaire was a mixtape. Straight up, straight up a fucking mixtape. Now, and then, like, see me, I enjoyed Hood Billionaire. B 
because I am a mixtape dude. I love mixtape Ross, and he did a lot of fucking song like fucking moving bass was dope. Like how the fuck you got a song with Jay Z, but you just let him do the chorus? Like I mean, that's some boss shit right there. That's why I was like hood billionaire shit. You know what I mean? So I liked it. I, I did. Like it was a it was a fucking mixtape, and. Um, I felt I felt like what he thought when he when he like like I said like how he had to come back again with something that was harder like he was like man had to go ahead and do something because you motherfuckers weren't feeling that whole uh, the one before this they weren't feeling massive I mean some people probably were I don't know but I wasn't and he comes back with Hood Billionaire and, it's, and it literally sounds like he tapped into mixtape music and just put out a mixtape and it was it was fucking fire for me I liked it. I liked it it's not in my top three. But it is definitely, it may not even be in my top five. Yeah. But it's definitely not the bottom. Definitely not the bottom. I like um, it. Hood Billionaire for me. Um, we'll go ahead and say moving bass. Very boss ass move. Yes. Make Jay Z the chorus, and that's it. And that's it. I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, because with me, if I was going to have Jay Z on my, on an album or on a song, he must have a verse. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> I mean, so that's that's taking matters into your own hands and saying, "Watch this, I'm mm-hmm. going to take over a good like eighty percent of the song." Exactly. You know, which is very you know ballsy, boss ass move. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. Rick Ross, the boss. Yeah. Um. You know. My favorite track on here was probably Elvis Presley Boulevard with Project Pat. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, shit slaps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here um, doing the jig, my nigga. <laughs> I mean, Elvis Presley Boulevard. But again, this is another one of those albums to me where, yes, I see where you have a mixtape mm-hmm. look on it where he just kind of didn't stick with like where am I getting at here? Like, he didn't stick with, like, like, when you put out an album, it all kind of goes together. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like, this is this, a, these are some songs I had laying around. Yeah, this is a selection of shit. This, yeah. yeah. So. And that's how I feel. Just, so like yeah, it was straight mixed It's kind of like, hey, I had these tracks laying on the side. I'm still working on an album, but I'll let you guys have this until I get done. Yeah. Um, that was Preston Boulevard was great. And that's probably my favorite on here. I it's another one of those albums where, you know, I remember one or two good tracks off of it, and then I put it to the side. Fair and enough. And then and then later on, um, you know, if Elvis Presley Boulevard came on, I wouldn't remember which album it came off. Of. <laughs> I, I feel that. I yeah. feel that too. So that's. But. I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell you right off the gate. Um, Hood billionaire, you're rocking hood billionaire right now. Mm-hmm. I, I would just, yeah, it's on one of his, it's on one of those albums, and it's, it's one of his middle albums or so, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I just wouldn't, you I know, hood, that, hood billionaire doesn't come to my head like, God forgives, I don't. Right, 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 right. You right. Know, that's, I mean, that's the first stuff I think of. Right, right, right. What about you, Cody? Well, hood billionaire. It, it, it came out the same year as, as Mastermind, so I kind of get the whole mixtape vibe. I mean, it's kind of, you know, I, I mean, he, wh- wh- whether he already had that made and just trying to find the right time to put it out there or, or what it was, I, I really don't know. But it, either way, it, it, it was an all right album. I mean, definitely ain't something that I could just, that I would feel comfortable just, you know, putting on the putting on the radio and going down the street in. I don't feel like that was the right album for me, but it was, right. it was uh it 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 was solid. I, I don't think there was anything 
super memorable on it. Um, that's that's really my take on it, man. Honestly, and I'll uh, I'll I'll kind of segue that into the next one, Black Market, mm. and. I'm I'm just gonna say next. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I I am not a fan of black market. Mm. Um, the first couple, three songs maybe. It, it, it looks like th- the first three or four. You want to be realistic about it? I was like, oh hell yeah, th- this album might be his best album. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what the fuck happened to me, but like it just turned into. Oh shit! I'm actually, I'm listening to an album. Man, I totally mm-hmm. forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It was I, I I I I did not like it at all. I'll go ahead and give you the spotlight real quick, Thraxy boy. Uh, you know, I didn't like it. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a whole lot to say. You know um, what? The thing is, is uh, we I remember when we first were deciding to go on with Red Cross, and we were going to say this was going to be our first like official review and um, that we needed to catch up on Rick Ross. So I did a whole bunch of, you know, I listened to all of his albums, mm-hmm. and I forgot that I listened to this. <laughs> like, I'm looking at the tracks right now, and, and I can't remember them. You know, and, it's, and, and, and it's so sad, too, because, like, there's a lot of big features on he's this got, album. He's and got Mary really on here. He's got even. Mary J on here. Yeah, the Dream Future, he's Chris. Got, he's, got, he's, got, he's, got John, he's got another John Legend one, and he's got CeeLo. And the thing is, is I don't remember not a fucking one of these. I, I mean, outside of the Nas one, let's be real about it. <laughs> I remember the Nas one, too. That's funny, though, because it's only because it was also on. That's what I say. The mixtape you put out before this was better than this. Yeah. Black so, Dollar was better than this. So, I, don't, I have no, like, and I, I am in full agreement with you guys. I don't, like, I'm looking at the list right now, and I'm like, I don't, only one I remember listening to was one of us. Because um, it's on the mixtape that I listen to. Like, literally, I am the same way. And, and fucking Foreclosures, because that was on the uh, mixtape. But literally, I am in full agreement with you guys. This album was trash. Yeah. I'm going to have to say, sorry, you didn't market black properly, dude. You yeah. didn't. And um, how about how about rather you than me? Okay, so I guess I'll start this one off. Um, rather you than me was a it was a it's definitely a for me at least he kind of he I think he did again what he did with Trilla. He was like, okay, black market was black market was a complete and utter shit, and. Now, granted, I don't think that he turned around and said, watch this, and then owned it. Yeah. This isn't something, this, again, this isn't remarkable. This isn't something. Yeah. That, but Black Market. <laughs> it's just, you know, it was just, Black Market was just so forgettable that anything yeah, sounded good. Exactly, exactly. Um, you, throw, you, fuck, you fucking throw Chris Rock on there, and you yeah. just, like, let him ride, like, yeah, fuck he, it. Yeah. Um, Come here, young thug, and you do that grooving, grooving, grooving yeah, shit. Yeah, I like, mean, this was... And and I guess I kind of gave it. You know, this is this is no shots towards Rick Ross, so I'm, I want to take all that the beginning part of that back. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he looked back and said, "Okay, black market was trash. I'm going to outdo it because rather you than me was not outdoing it." Yeah. <laughs> but because it wasn't great. Yeah. But if you said if he had just these two albums, black market and rather you than me, rather you than me is gonna carry him to where whatever you know yeah. fame he got off of these two albums. Exactly, exactly. Um, so it was almost like as if like 
if Black Market didn't exist, this album would be trash. Yeah. But Black Market was such trash that it made this one look better than it actually was. Exactly, exactly. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I feel like the highlight of this album... Dead Presidents was okay. I feel, I feel like the, the highlight of it and the whole, the reason why it's gotten a lot of play and people respect it more than a lot of the other ones is, is for two reasons. One, the whole hosted by Chris Rock, and then for two, Idols Become Rivals. I feel like that made everybody be like, holy shit, fucking somebody, somebody saying something. Finally, we see this nigga is fucking everybody over, and finally somebody say something, and it's his boy, and and he exposed, like, real shit that was going on. So it was like everybody was feeling it. But honestly, outside of that, the album is mid. It is mid. Like, like I'm going through the list right now. It's like, I don't even, like, besides that one song... Freaking and of course he has another Nas feature. I know that's what she's gonna say, and um, that's right he just <laughs> and like he, uh, but but freaking it's just like the rest of it is just not even and I, and I, even the Nas feature. I don't even remember. Let me. What was that called again? Fucking shit called again. I can't even fucking. Oh yeah, the powers that be. And I feel like I've I feel like I would I've listened to that more, but I don't think so. Like the album, you know, is you you said it right. If if um. If Black Martin wouldn't have flopped so bad, this one would have flopped real bad. But yeah, this but, one kind of Black Market put that one up on mm-hmm. a what it made it seem a whole lot more better than it actually. Yeah, was. and the controversy is really what propelled it for me. Like honestly, I was I was I kind of want to listen to fucking Idols Become Rivals right now. Like that's a good ass song, you know, because yeah. I just like it. And uh, but anywho, that's my take on it. Is um, it's not. It's 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 pretty low on the list for me. It's not it's not the lowest. Like I said, Trilla is at the bottom, and then if I have to go step above that, fucking black market. Yeah. <laughs> but um. So you want to take us into Port of Miami too? Well, I will say before I take you in the bear, I actually enjoyed rather you than me. But then you know, I think. Oh man, did you not even get to give your opinion? I'm, I'm, I'm giving it right now. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't mean to like scoot. Oh no, nah, he'll fix your wagoning. Oh, <laughs> it, it, it was, you know, it wasn't a bad album. It, it was definitely mid. I, I, but I do think that it was kind of in a way underrated though. At that same time, like I mean, it did have a lot of features on, and it was. But may, like I say, may, maybe maybe that's just me. After listening to Black Market, I was like, "Holy shit, this thing slapped!" Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah I mean, Black I mean, Market will do it to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe he did Black Market on purpose. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you know, maybe it was a, we'll call it a strategy. It, it was like I mean, it was tra- strategic. I mean, he's worth a lot more millions than we are. I so, mean, I mean, we're, I mean, we're just we're we're just sitting here in a break room. Uh-huh, you know? Don't tell the people that. Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and take us on to Port of Miami too. Good album. Good. It's, it's a good album. Uh, yeah. when it, whenever, whenever you put a part two to something, though, I, I kind of expect it to mm-hmm. be along the same line mm-hmm. as that first one. Speak your truth, brother. And hangover. Hangover two. Hangover two. <laughs> exactly. And it just got worse and worse and worse. <laughs> so, and, I mean, now, you expect that. But but mm-hmm. and and the thing about this is I'm I'm looking at it now. It came out in 2019. That was like 13 years after the first. Now, I, I'm not saying you can't do that, but right. I'm just saying like his sound completely changed. 
Yeah. So like, and 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 two, Port of Miami, the first one, to me, being his best and most iconic album, he he pretty much had a, a an impossible standard to hit in, in my mind when he came out with this. Now, me trying to put that aside, it is a good album though. It's just. Mm-hmm. I, I think that alone, though, is making me rank it lower than probably what it actually is. Right. Um, I, I will say, though, it did have a lot of good songs on it. Um, Gold Roses was good. Drake. Uh, Maybach Music, whatever the fuck it is. Six now, I think. John Legend and Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't say the word rich something lifestyle. <laughs> with, with Hustle. But Niggas. <laughs> He wanted to say niggas. But I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a bad album. Like, it, it, it's one of those albums where, like I say, it's probably better than people are giving it credit for, but I think people also got let down by it mm-hmm. because it wasn't on the same level as Port of Miami. Well, so, I'll well, let somebody else take it from there. That's really awesome. Well, I mean, I... I'll put it like this. Uh, you're correct. It let me down. But when I say an album... It wasn't Black Market. It, it, it wasn't Black Market. For <laughs> God's sakes, it wasn't Black Market. Thank God it wasn't Black Market. Yeah. But the thing is, for me, and this even throwing Black Market in the mix, I couldn't... Like when I was going back and listening to it, I couldn't finish the album. I literally had to stop listening to it halfway through and go do something else on myself because... I didn't. I didn't like it. The music that's on this album is not my cup of tea. I loved though. Everybody's. I mean, nobody's favorite. I love that song. Like I fucking love that song. I love that song. Top five Rick Ross songs that I love. Definitely, hands down. Yeah. Album. It was the. It was literally the only one I had to stop listening to. And it's not that it was bad. It's just not my cup of tea. It, it isn't. It had. Um. The features weren't. I don't know. It just wasn't. It wasn't for me. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't like it that well, and um, and 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 then also like I I think a lot of it that that deflated me was because I get once I get past nobody's favorite, and um and I go to freaking um, uh, as soon as I get to about white lines, is when it starts um, it starts like slowing down for me. If it's slowing down that quickly, then I t- I tune I tune it out. And and I, I think that's what happened to me. And it's just because it wasn't sounding like it didn't it didn't make me feel like Port of Miami too. And it doesn't have to make me feel like Port of Miami. It didn't make me feel like Port of Miami too. You know. So it just I guess I got discouraged. But I went back and I finished it. And like it's it's not in my top five. It's not. It's like I said. It's not. It's not the worst. It's not Black Market. It's not Trilla. It's not um, Teflon Don. But it's definitely no Port of Miami or God forgives I don't definitely not that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll even put it over Hood Billionaires but I will not um, I'll not um, that's about as high as it'll go for me um, Port of Miami 2 real quick fun fact so my buddy Jake shout out to Jake, Jake. he went to a uh, went to a concert music concert festival type ordeal I can't remember which one it was Ricky Ross was there mmm and Jake got me a Port of Miami 2 album autographed by Rick Ross. Nice. And I have it at the house. Word. So. Where you live at? <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it next time. Great. I've got it. But, <laughs> you, so, you won't leave with it. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely 
got the uh, so I've got a signature on this album, which makes this album a little bit more closer to my heart. All right, that's but okay. now that all the lovey dovey shit aside, <laughs> um, I'm a big Wale fan. I like Wale. Mm. I think he's underrated. Oh, I, I agree. I think he. I, I think he. I think he's very underrated. I also don't think he's got. Um, also don't think that he's got enough. Uh, stuff from his, in his catalog. I think that he could be way better off if he if he did more. But that's that's what's that's why I will talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a big gunplay fan. I like gunplay. Yeah, yeah. Gunplay yeah. can wrap his ass off. He's super behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But again, another underrated rapper. Yeah. Nobody's favorite is my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody's favorite is. Um, I mean, I liked that song by Gunplay, the Bible on my dad, Bible mm-hmm, on the dash. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. hits. Anyways, again, different artist. <laughs> Uh, nobody's favorite's great. Um, White Lines was was pretty good. I like Dej Loaf. I'm not a big. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sexist, but I'm not a big female rapper fan. But I do like Dej Loaf. She's not all about play with my pussy. Here's my fat ass all the fucking time. Yeah, right, right. And she she's pretty good. Um, you know, Gold Roses. Drake's my man. Even without Drake, that's a good song. Um, but he really does love Drake. Yeah, but I mean, I really do love Drake. Yes, but again, that's another episode. We keep, we keep, <laughs> yeah. keep flip flopping. We got here. one album in four minutes, guys. So, uh, <laughs> right, so anyways, bottom line is it's it's it, no, it's not a poor Miami one. Obviously, it's not a uh, God forgives I don't. It's it's about mid for me. Yeah, it's not what it's sh- it, the the title totally umps it up to be. The the title is the excitement. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that, yeah. that's that's about all I got for Port of Miami. Other than I've got an autographed yeah. copy of it, which is dope. Uh, which is I'm, dope. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sink of the last album Ricky, that I've ever been. I'm gonna kind of do a quick overview about that and kind of just get my overall opinion real quick uh, before this thing ends. Um, Ricky than I've ever been. I think this is Rick Ross's best rapping album. I think it sounds great on it. Um, Although I don't think there's a lot of big, big songs on there, um, I, I do like it a lot. I think Marathon is the top top track on this album. I love it, and that's actually Rick Ross by himself. Surprise, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, that's big for me to say. But uh, anyway, uh, kind of having to wrap this up quicker uh, than I got to, but Richer Than I've Ever Been is top three for me. Number three, Rick Ross as a whole, Port of Miami, uh, um, God forgives I don't Richer than I've ever been is my one two three um, like I say he's he, he's a legendary artist he's uh, in terms of his sound you know exactly who it is whenever he's on a, whenever he's on a record um, not my personal cup of tea but uh, he, he he's definitely legendary status oh yeah oh yeah well and I'll definitely say you know and guess you guys know, like we we got we we're, we're running out of time. So basically, we're gonna well, basically for me, I'll let you know. I love the album. I, I loved it. It was um, it was a, st- a huge step up from Port of Miami too. And um, I, I literally re-listened to it again today in the deluxe edition. I remember why I like it so much. The features were pristine. And um, I'll, do you want to add anything before I take us out? Um, richer than I've ever been. Uh, very good album very top tier for me when it comes to Rick Ross he even reached out and grabbed some of the newer cats that are in the game right now and still made it made it out pretty good I'm not a fan of the newer cats but I mean 
it's it, it, it I mean uh, all slams aside it takes talent to add the newer cats and still make a, a, a slammer of an album mm-hmm. um, so I put that in a top tier album for Rick Ross um, honorable mention my favorite Rick Ross song isn't even on any of his albums it's the one that he took from Lil Reese oh yeah the us with Drake yeah yeah I could bump that any day of the week but uh yeah, that's that's the take on Ricky. Shout, shout out to Willie Falcon. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So basically, in summary, that's Rick Ross in a nutshell. Get that man some flowers because he has done a lot with himself and gotten bigger and gotten smaller. And at the same damn time, yeah. man, at the same damn time. And like I said, we're running out of time, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys know that we love you, and um, we're gonna come back again and give you guys a lot more. I think the next one. I won't put a finger on it, but I have been toying with the idea of the Mount Rushmore of the 2010s, you know, of those rappers. So come back to us next time, and we'll go ahead and uh, give you guys the show of a lifetime like we always do with a beat and a brew. Holla.